I've heard, why do we even need mascots? Hmm? That's a good question. Well, I don't know. Why have birthday parties? Because they're fun. Here it comes, right on time. It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Small Town Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that are time wrong makes my 109 way long. CVS receipts are wasteful. Facebook posts that are not tasteful. Small town scuttlebutt. That is Rick. He's a daddy. Wrote those posts that drove you mad. I am Mike. I work with kids. I do the things you wish you did. Rick does stand up, stays at home. Mike, you're a nerd. You live alone. Wilbo tell you how to live. So much advice we have to give. We made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. <clears throat> and, and Kathy, Kathy Ferris. Hey everybody, this is Rick Fink Jr. And you're listening to episode 9 of season 1's Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm in my basement studio that I made myself. And I'm sitting at the table as I usually do, only on the other side of the table. I let Mike handle all the electronical stuff because I can't manage it. So he's sitting over there and then to my left, which would normally be my right if I was sitting on the other side of the table, which I'm not, which I just covered would be Kathy Ferris, my Thanks, friend, neighbor, and comic. Here. You started out so strong, and then you get very specific about the basement and where you're sitting and how's it going. And Mike criticized me on this before, but I think... Um, you took the note. Yeah, <laughs> I did. No, I think people like to, you know... Visualize? Picture it, yeah. Okay, then tell us, it. let's describe what you're wearing right now. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to... If you want me to criticize you on something, let's start with that shirt. Some people like this. The Bohemian is back is that what in. It is? So yeah, it's very Rick, Gwyneth Paltrow. Rick looks like he should be singing um, <laughs> The Age of Aquarius right now yes. from hair. Yes, Yeah, so this is just one of those um, collarless white linen shirts with maybe there's a little um, detail running down the breast. There is, and there's also a very Deep V neck on I have that. a plunging neckline. Yeah, you sure do. Yes. You can see my 42 yes. A's. I'm leave it here. Like <gasps> Thanks for bragging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got these pecs and the, yeah, I look good in this shirt, don't I? It's a beach shirt, really. Yeah, it's. Sure. And we were on vacation up until yesterday. We went up to New Hampshire to a lake, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for bragging. I went to Shaw's this week. What about you, Mike? I didn't really get to do anything this week, but. Well. Because we were thinking about the podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But okay. cool shirt, Rick. Well, thank you. Great shirt. I'm going to uh, move things along. Folks at home, if you've been listening to the show and sort of been frustrated because you'd never know what we're going to talk about next, don't, be al- don't feel alone. <laughs> we don't either. Alone. We got that feedback. Yep. So what we did is we put together a show list. Um, we did the welcome. Now we're going to talk about old business. Then we'll get into new business. We'll do Rick's Rundown. And then we'll do some news, and then we'll bring in our guest. Um, Can we just guests. clarify that old business is not talking about the elderly? So it says <laughs> I go first here. Um, old business, we're moving on. Everyone follow along I like that yours. you gave a Rick's rundown about us having a show sheet. Well, I just think it's cool that it's so we're... Cool. We have pieces of paper now. We try. We're, we're putting effort into this, yeah. and, and people should, should know that, that. We're taking this seriously, even though sometimes it might not necessarily sound like that so anyway when you guys did the show the other week jim james uh left a book behind called 
I dissent. Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. makes her mark. Nobody said anything. Yeah, he about left that. it behind for Rosie. Yeah, yep. Right. With a with a little um, bookmark in there that yeah. says "Fight the Man." It's the mm-hmm. last thing I need in my house. What What was the presentation like when he when he came here with it? What was his motive? No, there was no presentation. He he walked in. Yeah. He set it on the table, mm-hmm. and then he came and sat down to record. Mm-hmm. And I just shook my head. I'm like, tell the Ruth. Tell the Ruth. <laughs> well, now my daughter is just arguing with me about everything in my house. and uh, Well, my wife's house. And um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really getting frustrating now because, uh, you know, I walked by her, her room the other day. I said, hey, this, this room's a mess. Make your bed and clean it up. And she said, I dissent. <laughs> she had objections and now she's trying to explain to me that she's on vacation it doesn't need to be clean right now if you don't have to work i don't have to work so i think that's great it was mm. a good idea you know it, it was good actually point. a good good point a good descent and um yeah rosie the room's still dirty rosie if you're listening i'm in your corner yeah me too i just don't like where this is going she's gonna start hanging out with you know the wrong crowd like girls with opinions right i'm not too enthralled with with where we're going here, you know, I just want to teach her how to like know her manners and be nice and polite to people. Now I just have and, her, and now I got to worry about her trolling me on the internet. I, you're also showing her how to wear shirts that reveal too much. Right, right. Over to you, old business, and then we'll do Kathy. So I wanted to discuss um, something from last week. We kind of let it slide, and I'm not sure how we let this slide, but Rick accidentally let slip during his 80s trivia, which was next to impossible, that Rain Man <laughs> mm. is his favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Whose favorite movie of all time is Rain I Man? I did not catch that. That's <laughs> your favorite movie? Oh, yeah. Favorite movie far. of all time. If I was on an island with a VCR, and they say, you could have one VHS tape. Or what are they, what are they watching movies on these days? CD? Reel to reel, MP3, think. yeah, something, whatever. Whatever uh, medium in which it's um, served on, I would take probably Rain Man. It's got everything yeah. in it. Why? I, I, well, it's got everything in it, is what I said. It's um. Well, I'm. I'm it's a love back. story. It's a comedy. It's a documentary. No, it's not. It's a um, road trip. Very historical. <laughs> Can I ask you a trivia question about your favorite movie? Um, yes. yes. Yes, and you because can ask me anything about this movie, and I guarantee you, I will get it right. You better know this one. So I will get it your right. Your trivia last week was impossible, and I'm going to ask one that I, I think if you... What, well, let me ask you this. What question do you think I'm going to ask you? I don't know. Just hit me. Wait. If he gets this wrong... Teach me about away, this. Okay, if you get this wrong, uh-huh. because you just said... Yeah. I, I'm not going you're to. You're not going to. Right. You're going to have to donate <laughs> the your winnings, which is the Medfield Warrior chairs. Those are my wife's. And she likes them. Oh, wow. Well, it's a good thing you're so confident you're going to get this right. Right. How many toothpicks? 82. 82. 82. Is that right? Is that how many? Wait. Boy, the confidence just... Did you feel that get sucked (laughs) right out of the I'm going with 82. It was 246. You're not even close. What the... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen the movie in a while. That was a dumb question. Raymond Babbitt, a savant played by Dustin Hoffman, studies them on the floor and instantly calculates the number. Oh, yeah. What's 82 plus 82 plus 82? I wasn't done. Do it. Do the math. 82. You have a smartwatch. Look at. 
I don't know how. My smart, oh, this is a 82 good times God, three. He's right. Boom. Oh. Wasn't done. Wasn't done. 82. But hang on. 82. You said 82 and you yeah. were shocked. Oh, you want me to keep going? Then he goes, okay, so how many were there? 246 in the box? I mean, there's 246. Well, you right? tell me what the quote is. No, it's 246 in there. Okay. 82 plus 82 plus 82 equals 246. Um, Charlie Babbitt says, Raymond, you're wrong. There's 250 in the box. There's a lot more than 82 and she says, picks, Ray, is what he says. Yeah. And then she says, <laughs> there's four left in the box. <gasps> That's kind of impressive. Yeah. What do we think? Um, we no, that was impressive. Yes, yes, that was impressive. Yeah. When, yeah. Wanted to impressive. try to get me on tell you what. I thought he said 82, and then it was just this. Like, that would have been like, oh, this is going to be really, weird with Leslie yeah. tonight. But, no, that's impressive. I'll yeah. tell you what I hate is I Googled, and I found my answer, but I hadn't, like, Scrolled. clicked to find the quotes until mm -hmm. you said 82 and we're adamant and mm -hmm. then i opened it up and i went oh no yeah yes. rick knows what he's talking about i think this was great though this built that tension but, but yeah. it right? does give you credibility for your impossible 80s movie quiz because i if, thought that was very manageable because, if, because These that's were... such a key scene in that movie that if you hadn't known that and it's your all-time favorite movie i would have been like me Here's a follow. Mm -hmm. uh, here, why was it such a key scene in the movie? I don't know. I, I've seen it like once or twice. It's not my know. favorite movie. Because that's the moment where he realizes he can count cards. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're oh. not too far from Vegas, so why don't we take a little now side? Now we're the already movie. in Vegas at that point. Oh. Are they? No, the movie's time? great. We don't have to keep talking about yeah. it. But I like it though. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, watch it. It's a great movie. It's a, the. I mean, it's one of the most dynamic characters. Charlie Babbitt, played by Tom Cruise. He he steals his. Sorry. His brother. He holds him ransom for his half of You're his giving father's Tom Cruise this like a Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, you know what? <laughs> um <laughs> no, no range. It's like the same thing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, right. No, you know Underwear. Kmart. You know, like Kmart. Tom Cruise really impressed me in that movie. Yeah. What I like about this podcast is that every now and then it's like we come together and I'm like Everybody likes everybody on this podcast now, and all the listeners like all of us. And then Rick says something. Yeah. <laughs> just, Dustin yeah. Hoffman, like to that point, mm -hmm. not a lot of autistic uh, characters had been on movies. Right. And Dustin Hoffman's range, remember, he played uh, a That's man he? pretending to be a right, mm -hmm. woman. So, yeah. Like, and you're giving it to Tom Cruise. You should give it to Tom Cruise because he's he he's maybe five feet. I love Tom Cruise <laughs> and all of his blow up scenes in that movie. Just the frustration, mm. blowing his stack, and then I'm not saying then he it. starts having compassion yeah, for his brother, about and range, he wants to keep how different from his everyday life. Okay, right? so so you're saying that neither of you shed maybe just a little tear. You got a little watery. No, at the end I of that like movie. Tom Cruise, but he wanted you know, to keep his brother at the end, but he knew. He needed to be in that institution, and he lives in L.A. and his brother lives in Cincinnati, but mm -hmm. he's still going to visit him every two weeks. I think he was great in it, but that's just like saying, like you know, when you watch something about Mary and you're like Chris Elliott, man, <laughs> he stole the show. Come on, you know. <laughs> I love Chris Elliott. I love Chris Elliott. <sighs> okay, Kathy, over to you. Okay. Old, we're still on old business. This was only supposed to be five minutes. To my. <clears throat> In my defense, when you said old business, I thought you meant elderly. So I was going to talk about uh, Wilford Brimley, who passed away, who no. I thought had passed away 
years ago. Yeah, I was going to say he passed away about 10 years ago. No, he didn't. Yeah, I thought he died a long time ago. Right. No, he didn't. He just gave the appearance I, he did because he did all those diabetes commercials. I'm sorry, it was diabetes. Diabetes. Right. Diabetes. But here's the thing. He was in Cocoon, and that's where I think people think like, oh, he was so much older. He was in Cocoon. He was about my age, like in his 50s when he did Cocoon. <laughs> yeah. He, he's an older looking 50 with the white hair and the Believe white mustache. Me, I took that in. That mm-hmm. I took stock of my life with that. So, yeah. um, I apologize for that. So, Can I share a real quick Wilfred Brimley story yes. before you continue? Uh, one of my good friends, Hawk uh, Matt Hawkinsmith at Penn State, went as Wilfred Brimley for Halloween one year. Perfect. And his roommate didn't have a costume, and Hawk goes, "Don't worry, I got you covered. You're just gonna follow me around all night, and you're gonna wear this." And he hands him like a cardboard fireplace costume that he made. And this guy, John, just follows him around and all night. And Hawk looked exactly like Wilfred Brimley. And every person that went up to him and was like, what are you supposed to be? He'd go, do you suffer from diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> and John, John's just standing behind him as the fireplace. Oh, it was great. Sorry, continue. I bet he met some special ladies that night, yeah. right? Yeah. What a pickup line. <laughs> do you suffer from diabetes? <laughs> so my fault... Real close to the showtime uh, mm-hmm. podcast time. I thought that's what it was. It's a real I'm going to go pay for the Rodal pizza. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. sweet. Yeah, go do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this shirt. I feel like... It's a bold move, for sure. Cry for help, really. It's like, yeah. It's the linen shirt equivalent of the puffy pirate shirt from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's like, what? I know. I mean, Because it doesn't, it doesn't fit his personality at all. The idea that I showed up and that's what he's wearing shocked me. I 90, walked in the room and I was like, oh. 97% of the population cannot get away with bohemian style. Yeah. And we just haven't accepted that yet. Yeah. Only, only Gwyneth Paltrow can. And nobody even likes her. So. Mm. <laughs> um, well, for anyone that's not Facebook friends with Rick, he posted a picture earlier today. Can we share it on our small town? Oh, this is absolutely butts? getting shared. In fact, I'm going to save it right now. I know that, that we did. I know that we did do a new photo for us, but I'm thinking this should be the new photo. Yeah, this picture of you, Rick, is spectacular. Mm-hmm. What that thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Rick has the most. Are we still doing the show? Yeah. Okay. Rick has the most uniformly sun sunburn, uh, <laughs> it, like uniformly it's like a stripe straight down the center. Yeah, he has a racing stripe down his chest and abdomen. He's like the General Lee. Yeah, and his head without is, the um, Confederate flag. His head is blatantly photoshopped on, Good but save. he claims that really is a photo of him. <laughs> yeah, but standing on the edge of a jetty. You do uh, look okay, like so you're photoshopped. Go to any beach at that time of day, uh-huh. and you will see a man ma- at least at least fifteen girls between the ages of twelve oh, yeah. and twenty-four. Uh, of course. Who are knee deep in the water, holding up their sundresses, mm-hmm. splashing and laughing and giggling while they're. So, so your defense they're, is that they're, you're doing what fourteen-year-old what girls are Yes, but clearly, <laughs> clearly, this is a mockery, right? Right. Not, anyway, no, you look like you were really into it. It's because majestic. You look like Rafiki at the beginning of the Lion like, King holding up Simba, yeah, except you're yes. holding up your shirt that you're no longer wearing. Yes, and the wind. Well, Rosie wanted to do some Instagram picture taking with all these other people. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, really okay, my turn. Likes. My turn. Rosie's I want to get under in the on bus. This. Rosie's under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get into new business. Um, I don't have anything this week. Mike, how about you? No, Perfect. you know what? We're going to let Kathy go first uh, because 
you went first last time. It's okay. You can go first if you want to. You know what? I'm too used to having a boy and a girl fighting over who got to go first last time. So I just. Oh, no, Mike can go first. Okay, Mike. Rick, I just wanted to let you know that this week for Rick's Rundown, Mm -hmm. I'm starting a two-minute timer for you at the beginning of it. Okay. You have only two minutes for Rick's Rundown. I can do it in 30. And I am going to go out on a limb here and say that that's a minute and a half more than it should be. (laughs) Yeah. So you've got two minutes for Rick's Rundown. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hit that. No problem. Yeah, and Kathy, how about you? New okay, business. my new business is, I, first of all, I want to plug my new show. Um, oh. Well, it's an old show. It's called Ferris and Friends, and it started at Improv Boston, and I was weekly there, and then the pandemic happened, and I went online with them, mm-hmm. and then they actually shut down during the pandemic just for a little while, and mm-hmm. so I tried to do it on my own, and that was not... Do it on your, no, on your own online yeah i mean they yeah. you know it was still like within pro boston anyway um it is now a weekly show on the comedy studio super excited every tuesday at eight o'clock you can watch it um tuesday eight o'clock yeah tuesday eight o'clock uh one of the segments that we're doing super um, i'm sorry is this on facebook or what where am i going is yeah, it the website oh uh, well the website you can go on facebook um we at small town scuttlebutt could share it we could share it so that people could see it if you wanted to. We could. We'll we'll forward the uh, advertising read card to you. And, uh, okay, great. And great. Work out a deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll leave my twelve dollars. Yeah. Oh, I. Could well, do you that. still haven't paid the. Um, J3 said you're fronting J three and uh, yeah. Anyway, go on. I think new business is going great. Yeah. Good. One of the things that I do on my show is um, I am a snack cake enthusiast and I like to take opportunities to, you know, talk about snack cakes. I feel like I'm coming in and out again. In my you are just talking to the microphone. Okay. Like a normal person <laughs> directly like this. What's, what's great is her, her mouth couldn't be closer to the couldn't microphone and your response is talking to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Push cl- your lips cl- into the foam covering of the microphone. <laughs> okay. I like your parenting techniques. Yeah. So, right. So I'm big into snack cakes because I feel like, I don't know, I just am. Um, a couple of years ago, I saw online people who would pair Girl Scout cookies with wine pairings. And I thought, that's such a good idea. I'm going to steal it. Mm-hmm. And it took me three years to figure out how, and this is how I did it. All it took was a pandemic. Yeah. Right. Great things come from pandemics. Actually, all it took like was one podcast. bad night. And what happened was, um, I was watching compilation videos of 12-year-old girls ruining Katy Perry songs. Ugh. And I thought, I got to clean my palate. I, I've got to get over this. And the way I got over it was I snack caked it. Mm-hmm. And with something like that, you can't go with like some like a lowbrow thing. We can't do like a tasty cake zinger. This calls for like big time little Debbie cream pie. Mm. And honest the, to God, like that that just did it. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. But but it got me thinking, this is a great way to steal that Girl Scout idea. Also, it it actually does work where you take a snack cake and you pair it with a circumstance. Mm-hmm. So whether it's what I had going on, or I don't know about you, but two things I cannot tolerate, injustice and poorly casted school plays. <laughs> Driving home and you're like, I I don't care how good these fourth graders were, they mm-hmm. did not convince me of the loss of sales, uh, death of a salesman, okay? Right, right. <laughs> so I'm gonna need a Drake's devil dog here. <laughs> just one, one will do it. Just one, just it one. Gets your fix. But okay. on my show, 
every week I'm going to be sharing other circumstances and other snack cakes. Mm -hmm. And I will plug this show, uh, this podcast, as I plug that show there, you know. Yeah. So if this was like a Homeland Security thing, what would be like a level green versus a level red? What's our snack cakes? Excellent question. Okay. Lowest, lowest one. Yeah. Like, eh, I'm just in the mood for a snack cake. What's that? Host is Snowball. Okay. Or a Tasty Cake Snowball because they don't even bother to change the name of it. What? I'm sorry. And then what's like So what's the what's in the middle? No, like what's what's your oh man, it really hit the fan. I need something serious. What's Enterman's th- cupcake. You're gonna think hostess cupcake. No. If you think that you've never tried an Enterman's cupcake, it it's like What's the difference? It's like going to Jordan's furniture on the tax free day. Mm-hmm. You know how that feeling is? That's what it's like to eat okay. an Enterman's cupcake. Wow. It's like wow. air, it's I can't I gotta try that. You can hear the angels. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up on new business. And I don't think any of that was really business, except for the part where you are going to tie Mine me on this Rick's rundown. Business. Oh, are we okay. going Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Why don't you hit the red button on the pad? Two minutes for Rick's rundown, starting. Okay, why don't you try it again? Well, that went well. It's, it's time, time for Rick's, Rick's rundown. rundown. Okay, Rick's Rundown brought to you by nobody this week. It was going to be my daughter, but she didn't pay me a dollar, so she's out. No advertising for you, Rosie. Cheapskate. Um, How are we doing on time, Mike? You've got a minute and 45 seconds. Okay, I'm going to take this uh, Rick's Rundown for a walk and uh, take my time with it. Just kidding. You ready? Number one, Medfield is dead. I declare. We'll talk about that. Number two, school committee came up with a decision. Is it a good one? Is it a bad one? Do you care? Let's talk about that. Thirdly, this police log is getting out of control. And Kathy Ferris wants to investigate this a little further or pontificate or something. She wrote it down the list. How's that for selling it? End time. Nicely done, Rick. It only took you 51 seconds. There you go. Thank you. Okay, so... I'm going to manage the uh, clock here on the show, which is something someone with ADD should never be (laughs) held responsible for, but it is my basement and uh, it's my clock or no, that was your clock. Whatever. You ready? Medfield is dead. Where is everybody? Does everybody own a Cape house? Wait, are we still in Rick's rundown? I feel like we are. No. See, this is what happens. Rick's rundown. explains the three things we're going to talk about today. We need another song to come out of Rick's Rundown. I feel like we're perpetually in the rundown. No, that was the rundown. Now we're going to discuss it. You know what? I need a snack cake. You do. (laughs) Right now, I I thought the rundown tells us what's happening during the show. Yeah, so right. So one, Medfield (laughs) is dead. Two, school committee decision. Three, police law. So now we're on Medfield is dead. Yeah, Medfield is dead. Medfield murder, go. Okay, I just came back from vacation. Nobody is here. Literally nobody. Mike, stay focused, okay? But when you're being told to stay focused by the guy with ADD who's also watching the clock. Will you yeah. stop dropping be, the ADD I just want to point Jeez. out that the guy with ADHD, because ADD doesn't exist, the guy with ADHD <laughs> forgot to mention who you our guest is. You can't diagnose me. It's ADD. You forgot to mention who our guest is during Rick's Rundown. Oh. That was the whole point. Oh, yeah. That's kind of big. Well, okay. Well, then we're going to get into uh, no wonder you the guest. You All right. This? Add to it. Um... Perry Amadi, who just graduated in the class of 2020 this year at Medfield, she uh, also watched our kids this summer part-time when I needed a break, which was 
about two or three times. You didn't even need to put that second part in. It looks like we're like really reaching out to the community there, but you're like, well, I just went in the backyard. Also, um, we're going to have to edit because I don't even know the name of the other person. Well, that's... Oh, no, we're not editing. Do not edit that. Do not edit Okay, that. fine. Then you go to <laughs> go to the... Um, um, you're going to laugh at this. Her last name is Richard. <laughs> Leah Richard. She also graduated <clears throat> from Medfield High School, and she's going off to college at the University of Florida. Mm. Um, and our babysitter, uh, Perry, is going to Washington and Lee University <clears throat> later this week. So I thought, because they had probably the worst senior year you could possibly have Probs. we'd bring them in and we'd remind them of how horrible that year was no just uh we can ask them how they got through it and maybe we could try to find some similarities in our own experiences i don't know and then we can wish them a, oh, a fun like farewell one. as they head off to school to go be great contributors to society i like that let's bring them on to talk about their things and then make it about us yeah that's Obviously. what we do Medfield is dead. <clears throat> I just got back from New Hampshire up at the lake. Before that, the week earlier, we were, um, where were we? On Cape Cod. And so that was really our vacation. But now that I'm back and I'm looking around, there is nobody in town. Yeah. Yep. Can I point out that you're part of the problem, Rick? <laughs> I'm here you, now. You just said you were gone for two weeks. And then you come back and you're like, there's no one here. This is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. My favorite time of the year. Like, I will just be in Shaw's and aisle seven and I'm just... I just stop and I just look around at how much elbow room there is. You don't even know what's in aisle seven. You just made that up. That's not true. <clears throat> what's in aisle seven? It's the organic aisle. Okay. So kind bars and then oils and stuff to mm. help your marriage. Come on. <laughs> 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 Do okay. not even test me on I, shots, <clears throat> okay? <laughs> yep. Don't test me on Rain Man. Don't test. Uh, My favorite okay. time of the year, yep. All right, good. How do you feel about this, Michael? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, there's nothing going on. Here's uh, Medfield in the summertime is basically a whole lot of nothing, and uh, the cars that are passing by are all Jeeps with the tops down mm -hmm. and a bunch of uh, high school boys screaming out things at girls that they're passing. Tell this you. is a selling point of Medfield. When people come in to look at this this town, yeah. and like, wow. It's I really deserted. Wanna, I really do want to live come here. Come to a deserted town. It's, it's like the Cape without mm -hmm. the crowds. We've got a Dunkin' and Donuts. The ocean. <laughs> we've got a pond. Forget it. Yeah. We've got a pond. You can drive to an ocean and come back. Sure. And you're not in somebody's rental. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, so school committee decision. We're going back to school, kind of, sort of, hybrid um, arrangement. In this room, we've got me, a dad of two kids, who filled out the survey saying, put them on the bus, put them in school, start teaching them. And then we got Mike, who's a teacher who's afraid to go into the schools that I'm not afraid at all to throw my kids in. Yeah, I'm not, uh, suck I'm it not up, tough guy. To and then them. we have Kathy Ferris, who has no skin in the game because her kids are out of the schools. But I still have an opinion. But she still has an opinion. And we're going to hear about that. So um, over to you guys. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, let's go to school. <laughs> over to you guys. Yeah, I'll no, I changed my more. mind. Hey, look, the, cur the curve is flattened, people. All right. Time to go back to school. Time to Time. fix that. No. The curve is flattened. We can remember that was the whole thing about this quarantine. So now that it's flattened. It's temporarily flattened. Yeah. And and you manage it. You you, you adjust the policies and how we do things based uh -huh. on how big that curve is getting. 
If the curve gets okay, we're we're trending you know, where you know why it's flat, right? Because people can be outside, because they can be like other places. Because mm-hmm. we're not in crowds, right? Yep, you right, know that, okay. Right. And do you also know that uh, the numbers of children with COVID nineteen have spiked uh, at the from the end of the last two weeks of July? The the numbers like severely skyrocketed of kids with COVID nineteen. Oh, because they got more testing. Okay, that's cool. <clears throat> and again, I work with kindergarten, first grade kids, so. A lot of the suggestions of how this is going to work out, they don't really work for kindergarten and first grade. What do you think the chances are that the teachers union is going to reject this proposal? I think we're going to be stuck going back regardless. But do I think it's the the best idea right now? No, because, and hear me out on this, uh, children, mm-hmm. when they get COVID-19, are basically carriers for it, but they don't show all the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So they're then passing it around to each other, it grows in the back of their throat. They don't even show any symptoms, so nobody realizes they have it. And then all of a sudden, those low numbers that we're talking about in Medfield won't be so low anymore. Okay. So, and maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am. I kind of have to agree, you know, as a mother of a daughter who is going to be a teacher, she's in her last year, she's supposed to go into the school systems, and they canceled that program. Right. And I was relieved because... She has a weak immune system as is, mm-hmm. and she needed this requirement. And so we're crossing our fingers that next semester they can do that. But they're at the point where this has been four years and they can't guarantee her licensing now because they can't get her in the schools. But I agree with the decision. Mm-hmm. Big Ten football canceled football for the whole season. Yep. That's hundreds of millions of dollars lost. If college men can't be trusted to play football, I don't know that kindergarten and first grade kids can be trusted to safely sure safely go to school and not <laughs> pass this thing around. This, this is what gets me. And I, I concede that I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to, <laughs> like, science. And, uh, like, there's probably really good reasons why we're not isolating old people. They're the ones that die from it, but we're the ones quarantining ourselves. Yet we have senior shopping hours at Shaw's at, like, from... 6 to 8 a.m., and I go at 4 p.m., and there's nothing but old people in there walking around against the arrows. So they don't really care. So why should I care? This is for you, right? Well, in it's their not- defense, they can't see the arrows. All right, last thing we have here, Rick's rundown. We're just going to abruptly change the subject. Um, police log, over to you, Kathy. Um, okay, so this week in the police log, what I noticed was that we're doing a good job of keep calling in about the animals <laughs> like let's do that mm-hmm. but we had an, a spike in the amount of people who butt dialed the police yeah and um that was just refreshing refreshing to see uh i really feel like this is our callback a couple of weeks ago i want to thank the listeners for listening to us when we were talking about the nudists in holliston and saying like mm-hmm. what can we do and we got together and telepathically we didn't even do this collectively we didn't even have like a like a committee meeting on this or anything we're like what we'll do is we'll just start butt dialing the police (laughs) it still involves our body but we're not taking off our clothes so this basically wrote itself to be honest with you the police log wrote itself this week we should coin a term that if you do that without your clothes it's scuttlebutt dialing Mm. No? Maybe. Listeners, here's a serious question for you. What do you want to be called? Because I threw out the idea a week or so ago of calling you guys scuttle buddies. Rick said it was the dumbest idea he's ever heard. The scuttle buddies. What's wrong with the scuttle buddies? Uh, I'm a 44 year old guy. Don't call me a scuttle buddy. 
Kathy, you weren't here when we talked about how we came up with the name of the show. Do you know what a scuttlebutt is? No. Mike, a, a scuttlebutt historically on a naval ship today. A scuttlebutt is the uh, basically the water cooler. It was the barrel. Big. It was the barrel of water, uh, and guys would gather there to discuss what was going on. And that's why they say, what's the scuttlebutt? It's yeah. basically today's water cooler right, at the office. Right. I like and that. the cork, to plug the hole in the scuttlebutt, that's called the bunghole. Well, no, the hole itself is, is the bunghole. Is the bunghole. Yes, thank the you. The cork is the bung. I said, yeah, but the bunghole. So what I think we should call our fans are the bungholes. Oh, that's We're the bad. scuttlebutts, and they're the bungholes. That's not bad. I would rather be called a bunghole than a scuttlebutty. All right, listeners. Kathy, do you have a suggestion for this? Break the tie, Kathy. Kathy is shaking her Which head. Which way are you going? Or, or do you have a better idea? I, yeah, neither one. What do we call them listeners? I don't know. Because that's what everyone else no, does. No, because you need, every podcast needs a Why don't we just uh, give them a number, term. Kathy? Why don't we ask the listeners what they want to be called? Well, that's what I was asking. Because our oh. listeners but never. But Rick actually threw out, not a bad idea. I don't hate your idea, and I Thank thought you. I was going to. Well, wow. why don't we just sit on bungholes for a little while? Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Larkins. If back-to-school concerns are putting you over the edge, Larkins Liquors has just what you need to ease your mind and make the times more palatable. They're a third-generation family business and have been in operation since 1935. That makes them the oldest continuously operating business in Medfield. They've got expert staff to help you make the right selection. 20 North Street, Medfield, Mass. And Mario's. Here we are in the dog days of summer and the hot sun is stressing your grass. Here's what my pal Mario says you should do. Spread out the activity on your grass to prevent worn patches. Water your lawn between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Why don't you pump your lawn up with some nitrogen and lime? But this is what I say you should do. Just call Mario and go to the Cape. Google him, he's on the internet. (laughs) And finally, Royal Pizza. When you want quality pizza in Medfield, look no further than Royal Pizza. Serving pizza, subs, dinner platters, and salads at affordable prices since 1962. Located at 483 Main Street, Medfield Center, 508-359-2424. All right, I'm really excited to have our two guests here with us in the studio, Perry Amadi and Leah Richard, two graduates of Medfield High School, class of 2020. Let's all give them a round of applause, everybody. Woo-hoo! Mike, enthusiasm. How did you feel about your graduation? Like, how did that go for you guys? Um, it It was nice to at least have something. So we all sat with, like, our families in groups of four. Um, but it was, it was really quick. Our principal wasn't there, so it was like a couple of kids speakers and then like one mom talked and then we got our, we got our diplomas. So, so the principal didn't talk, but you got a mom up there. Yeah. No, the principal wasn't even there. Right. That's what I just said. I said the principal wasn't <laughs> there, but you got a mom. What, you, what did you think of the, um, the God, car Mike, parade pay attention. thing? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really nice. I like that idea. Do you think they'll continue to do that? Is it that, so you decorated your cars and then you paraded around the town and then what happened at the end? Did um, at the end, it was just like, the finale was at the high school basically and all of like the teachers were standing in the parking lot. Yep. 
And we got to say goodbye, like, out of our cars, and it was really sad. And oh, I kind of like that. It yeah. was great that, yeah, the whole town was, like, lit up, and everyone was so happy, and it just made me feel, like, special, because our last senior year was taken away a little bit. It really was, I'm yeah. glad that you used the word special. So a lot of people, as soon as that parade was done on Facebook, were like, I hope this happens every year. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I had an unpopular opinion, which was, I hope it doesn't happen every I year. I agree with because you. Because yeah. the only reason it happened this year was you guys deserved it because you got robbed. <laughs> so the idea that, it, like, if it happens again moving forward, it then it, it detracts what it was, which was, like, a good send-off for you guys. Okay, so what's the biggest thing you missed out on in your senior year? Well, senior spring is supposed to be, like, big. The whole grade's supposed to, like, come together and everyone's friends and blah, blah, blah. And, like, mm -hmm. everyone mm -hmm. hangs out with everyone and it's more, like, inclusive or whatever. But okay. um, so we just didn't have the spring. So what kind of activity goes with that? I mean, we didn't have, like, the senior fashion show, which is oh, yeah. really fun. Well, I heard is really fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> didn't oh, get to experience yeah. it. But, um, so... That would have been fun. I mean, we did a prom. You mentioned prom. I feel like girls like the prom and guys are like, whatever. Mm -hmm. you, were you guys really bummed that you missed out on the prom? I honestly was, that was like the least of my Concerns. sadnesses. Yeah, yeah, because I love like getting ready for prom, the mm -hmm. idea of prom. But once you actually get there, it's not that. My niece graduated <laughs> this year as well. And what I told her is like, the prom is overinflated and it's really not a big deal, but it still is lousy for you guys. That Like, you're supposed to find that out the hard way. Right. Like, oh, okay, right. that was kind of yeah. much ado about nothing. But, mm -hmm. but the idea that you don't get to experience it. Yeah. I was going to tell you about my prom and how I hit my date's dad's car in the driveway because I was so <laughs> nervous about picking him up. But I'm not going to because Kathy will just say it's not about no, us. No, okay, tell the story. I think I just did in disguise. Gotcha. All right. Um, how did you guys stay connected? Did you say, like, was it through social media? Or, like, how did you stay connected with your class? FaceTime, social media. Um, we would go to a lot of different places in Medfield to, like, park our cars, like, six feet away from each oh, other and yeah. open our trunks and, like, sit and watch the sunset. Now, or, I saw you guys do that every night at yeah. the uh, hospital. I thought that was great. Yeah, and that I thought great. it was hilarious every time someone would take a picture and report you to social media. <laughs> Yeah, and complaining about it. And I was talking to uh, Chief Garrett, the police department, about an unrelated issue. <clears throat> and then she, um, well, I asked her, I just asked her about um, the, the police department's position on you guys doing that because people have been complaining about it. But it, And she said she liked that you guys were there. You could, you know, be monitored. It was safe. Yeah, there made was sense. Feet apart. If, was if, if they made you leave, then, you know, who knows where you're going right. to go. And yeah. what else do we want to talk about? Class of 2020. High school's over. It's great because you know what? You're going to make your best friends in college. That's a fact. Right? These two people here to my right, not my best friends. We did not meet in college. Notice? That's I went true. to an all-women's college, so I'm glad <laughs> I didn't meet them. That explains a lot. Okay, so um, do you guys want to play a game called, It's I call it, this is really original, and you've probably never heard of it before, but what I do is I ask 10 questions. And usually I, I ask the guest Tell me something that you're an expert in, and then I will prove you wrong by asking you very reasonable <laughs> questions on that topic, Boy, and then we watch you squirm in your seat and realize that you don't know half as much as you That's think That's how you, you ask guests things? I mm -hmm. like that he calls them reasonable <laughs> questions. They're, they're no, I said very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you're an expert in, and I'm going to publicly shame you. <laughs> 
Well, this is what this is what Perry told me today, and I quote: um, "I don't really maybe like TV, movies, <laughs> makeup, um, yeah. and I don't know much about TV, movies, or makeup to the point where I really want to grill you on these things." So I thought, let's stay with the theme. You're going off to college. I'm going to ask each of you. We're going to do five rounds. I'm going to ask you questions about the school that you are going to. These are questions you should know. I mean, you picked this school. You should know about it. All right? We'll start with Perry because Perry and I go way back about a month and a half. Right? Mm -hmm. Perry, buddy. How much <laughs> is one year of tuition at Washington and Lee University uh, for an out-of-state $81,000. Really? If that's what your parents are paying, they are getting hosed because I've got it on good record that it's 54000 800 and 30. Yeah, but she has to pay for bedding. That's not my financial bedding. statement. <laughs> okay, well, you should, you, should call, you should call the bursar's office. Okay. <clears throat> um, Leah, how much is one year of tuition at the University of Florida for an out-of-state student? Um, for out-of-state, is it $60,000? Uh, here it says 28659 You want to double-check these? These numbers are way <laughs> off, and I'm like... I maybe wish. I was. You know, I did a quick is, Google search, and maybe these were like 2007 tuition prices. Also, he's like still off. riding high from his Rain Man um, trivia that he got like right on. It's my for, favorite so movie. They asked me a question. I got it right. 2019, 2020 out of state tuition for University of Florida is 28,659. That's what I said. Thank you. Okay. Now, <laughs> you both got that wrong, and um, I'm disappointed because your mom and dad worked very hard to get you to school. You should know what they're paying. I know this because wow, come on, my wife is going to be paying for in our their kids' college. They shot high because they know their parents love them that much that they still would have said yes, even if they also had to pay they them. may have scholarships involved, and that could be the total amount for the four years. So I'm just saying, just saying. Okay, okay, Perry, what is the mascot of WNL? The General. That's correct. Ding ding. Thank you. Leah, what is the mascot of the University of Florida? A gator. That's right. So we'll each give you a point there. Um, three. Perry, who are the generals hosting at this year's homecoming game? No one. That's right. Um, three. Okay, and I have a question for you based on your football team, but I can't ask the same thing because it was the same trick question. Have the Florida Gators ever lost to the Penn State Nittany Lions? Yeah, football. Um, no. Of course not, right? Nice. That's Thank right. You. I like that you asked a specific question. And I wanted you to know so, that yeah. you're sitting across from a uh, Penn State alum who has a lot of pride. And he's probably not never going to let you know, but I'll let you know that uh, since 2011, um, Penn State has lost three times to Florida State. Oh, and three. Okay, Perry, back to you. Great questions. Great answers, guys. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. When's your spring break? Uh... Isn't the this the spring. first thing? Yes. <laughs> I like it. I'll give you half I like credit. It. Oh, I like it. Yeah. You have no idea. April? April? No. February 22 to 26. You guys go early. Oh, and you have a trimester at your school. Did you know that? I you have fall, winter, mm -hmm. ironically, is when you go on your spring break. And then you have the spring semester. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have like a four-week, one class. Yeah. Okay, Leah, over to you. When is your spring break? Um... I honestly thought we were Well, you still get a break. What you do with it is up to you. Actually, that might not be. I think she's right. I think they're combining all. Yes. 
one big break. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what I heard. That's what yeah, you heard, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of schools are doing that. I'm not interested in what you necessarily heard. He just has a paper you... in front of him, and if it doesn't say exactly okay. what the paper says, and that's it. I just don't like to be corrected. I have a very low self-esteem. Uh, no, okay, so here's the deal. No, you're wrong. You even got the month wrong. According to your website, it says first or second week of March. No, you're wrong. Plan accordingly. <laughs> but you're probably right in the end. Right, it probably will just be a big thing. Okay, number five to two, both of you, same question, you ready? Should you buy new or used textbooks? Well, if they're the same ones that we're still using, then used. Yeah, every class, you have to, <laughs> you're, you're, you'll probably get a professor uh -huh. who's really pretentious, thinks mm, that I... they are perfect, and they're gonna give you like seven books to read, and Three of them, they'll only nope. have you read a chapter I'm out of them. I'm going to give you a tip right now that's going to save you a lot of money. It's a scam. Rent them on Amazon. Or oh. rent them. Oh. Or just rent oh. them. You can rent You can rent textbooks. textbooks and oh. they are a fraction of the cost. I always yell when you Yes. Oh, cool. Do not, you, do not buy anything. Yeah. Rent it. So here's the problem Leah is going to run into at University of Florida. I had the same issue at Penn State. When you go to a big enough school, they, they have publishers make specific versions of the book for your school for a specific semester to force you to buy a new book. So there will be some classes that Leah will have to buy a new book in order to have the information. Even still, if you can get the previous semester a used one, just get the used one. And yeah. final question, ladies. Um, thoughts on Rick's shirt, go. Go. I kind of like it. Like, Thank the vibes. You. Yeah, like you like it like summer. you would wear it, right? Yeah. Not that Rick should wear it. No, I, I look good in the shirt, though. Okay, so that was the 10 questions game. Um, ladies, anything else you want to talk about? What's your most exciting thing you're looking forward to in college? <laughs> that you can share. As Leah shifts the microphone over to Perry. I would say just meeting new people mm -hmm. and like expanding like or growing as a person and expanding my own personality and like That's kind of a boring answer, I'm going to be honest with you. I want this is the podcast of oh all podcasts. Oh my god, Rick, I think it's great that you're like you go how far away are you going? Um, oh, that's such a mom question. I want to know. in Virginia. That's weird coming from a mom that she would ask a mom question. Now, here, I will tell you this. Uh, it's been a long time since I was in college. And I was in a college that was an all-women's college. Don't get jealous. It was a convent right on the campus. Awesome. Right? Um, but I met my husband at an off-campus cake party. Two weeks before then, my boyfriend who broke up with me 13 times, and I was like, you know what? That's enough. I can take a hint. <laughs> I went to this cake party and I met him and then we got married three years later and we've been married ever since. So I'm not saying you're gonna young, meet somebody. Young. Dreams do come true. But, <laughs> right, and rent your books. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> rent your books. But did you just tell them to basically go to college and find a husband too? That seems no, not kind really. of I was, 70s -ish. I just thought I would just give you a backstory about me, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not all about us, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Wasn't mine interesting? Don't though? marry somebody in college because you're definitely going to get divorced. I think your marriage is an anomaly. Everyone wow. I know that got married <laughs> in college, no longer married. Mm. Yep. Thanks, Rick. Jeez, Whatever. You're really the, what is going on with you? That's like the fifth thing. I want thing. honest answers. This is, let me just tell I you want something. To meet new We've people. been here for this an hour. I want to hear about the good. You want to party, Perry? You have no more curfew. Mom and Dad are about 1,200, 1,100 miles away. You can do whatever you want. Um, I'm excited. One, um, honest to party. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Two, I appreciate um, honesty for diversity. 
I'm very excited because the campus has like in 60, Gainesville? people. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gainesville, yeah. probably not, but the campus yeah. has yeah. some diversity yeah, to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, are you suggesting campus. that you didn't get much of that here in Medfield? What do you want to study? Um, I would like to study biology on mm -hmm. the pre-med track. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Hopefully stick with that all four years. Okay. Yeah. Perry? That's awesome. Um, I would like to study biochemistry on a pre-med track as well. Oh, you guys are so wow. smart. There's a lot of girls you that do girls. that. My this neighbors across excellent. the street is at Holy Cross doing the same thing right now. Oh, cool. It's our, a, it's our news person's sister it's on the Medfield <laughs> swim team. I think both are, are going on those kind of tracks. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited. Good for you. Probably be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of work, so you're going to have to pull excited. back on that partying that you were just mentioning you were so excited oh, to get involved right, in right, a minute right. ago. How many schools did you look at before you made your choice? Um, Look at? Probably 10-ish. I applied to four. Oh, okay. that's good. So yeah. I applied to not that many. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty confident. Did you get into all four of them? I did. Good yes. for you. Thank you. Okay. Over to you. Where um, do you go? Apply to? I applied to six schools. Mm -hmm. um, I've looked at, like, I, like, I physically went on campuses of, like, uh, five, six, uh -huh. um, but none of them which I applied to. Okay. <laughs> because ah. you, went to, you went to the campus and said, not for me? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so you haven't that's been a great, to That's a great visit, yeah. though. No, I wow. haven't. I'm very nervous. That's exciting, <laughs> like, in Good a terrifying way, but yeah. that's exciting. Well, when I was on the University of Florida website, digging around... <laughs> I was just gonna, <laughs> what I was on the website. I was I had to go. Did you do the college tour drone flyover? <laughs> no, but I did look at the campus. is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. it is. It Palm is. trees everywhere. It's I sunny. watch a lot of um, roofs, all unison, like college football documentaries, and they have an impressive football program. <laughs> yeah, they do. They um they win win a lot of national championships. I, I just feel like we're not answering, uh, asking the questions that people want to hear. This is very. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here, I got it. Who are it. you not going to miss from Medfield High School? Go. There we go. That's a good question. That's hmm. No. You can you can give names or you can describe them with addresses. I'd say <laughs> totally <kidding>. teachers. <laughs> they gave me bad grades. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now that you are done with high school, the statute of limitations on all behavior within the schools under the policies are over. You're going to college. What's the biggest thing you got away with in school, K through 12? Their parents are going to be listening to this. K through 12. Look at these girls. Super, the biggest thing they did was they, they ran with the safety scissors in second grade. This is a super popular Look at Perry. Does she look like a badass? She look, yo, you're a badass, but you're not like yeah, a misbehaving yeah, badass. Good you know what I mean? Push back. Yeah. Push back. Yeah. I love how you invite people on and then you interrogate them. <laughs> well, that's what we, you call <laughs> it interrogating. I call it a, a friendly conversation, right? We're having a he's, good time. He's pushing the microphone yeah. in their face instead yes. of the light. Talk Wallace. into the microphone, Perry. <laughs> no, but seriously, what can you recall anything that you got away with and thought, that's awesome? I don't know. I guess okay, well, I you think about it, Perry. Uh, she is. Look at her. She's yeah. just. How about you? Um, I got away with multiple naps in the back of huh? the classroom. Did you really sleep sleep really? in the classroom and the teacher wouldn't notice? Yes. Like some of them were okay with it because it would be like last period and I'd be like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a long day. Mm -hmm. It is. Seven hours. Okay. So you've never like cut class or what do you, what cheated you on your for? SATs? Am I the only one? What's the best thing you got away with? <laughs> that shirt. <laughs> Actually, 
Um, so our school had four floors to it, and the uh, spiral staircase or the big giant staircase on either end of the building had like maybe a two foot gap between the railings, mm -hmm. so you could look all the way down. And we thought during um, finals week it would be really funny to go to the fourth floor with a book bag filled to the brim with books and then just drop it and let it just have a thunderous kaboom on that cavernous basement floor mm -hmm. while everyone's taking their bio tests exams. So who's got to retrieve this thing? Well, it'll be me. So I'm going to be at the bottom, and when it hits the ground, I just quickly pick it up, put it on my back, and just, you know, walk to wherever. You are crazy. I know, this is insane, but no, this is what happened. The very last second, this 30-pound book bag, not the most aerodynamic thing, hits the last railing and ricochets, breaks my nose. Blood splatters <laughs> freaking <laughs> everywhere. And um, so not only did, you know, you hear the big smack on my face, but you also heard, oh! Is that your real nose? Did you have yeah, to this, this, this nose has been broken twice. This is the story of what you got away with? It sounds it's like one you of paid the, the price. Any other questions, mom over there? No, I, I thought it wrapped it up nice about like, what would be your advice? And then you decided, What well, did they get away with? Yeah, what I did you get away with? That's um, not a good one, Kathy. Let me give my own and then give my own story. Although I will say the nose, broken nose is a good story. Yeah, so not really. Broke my nose. I don't know but if you were Congratulations, listening. you guys. I think it's so great that um, <clears throat> you're going so far away, too. That's exciting. Do you have, like, a favorite employee in the Medfield school system, whether it's a teacher, custodian, lunch person? Like, does anybody really jump out as, like, wow, that person went above and beyond? Ms. Schaefer? Oh, yeah. She always brightens everyone's day. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> how does Ms. Schaefer do that? Because I need a Ms. Schaefer in my life sometimes, like when I'm hanging out with Mike. It's so nice and... Is she a teacher or? Lifting. Um, she's she is a teacher. She was our study hall teacher, Aww. and I think she teaches something business. Businessy. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Huh. Oh, nice. So Miss Schaefer gets it. Okay. <laughs> Frick. Is that you? I don't know. Frick doesn't like positivity. That's I do like positivity. Yeah, no, you don't. An opportunity. Um, I definitely agree with Leah. Uh, Mrs. Schaefer is so sweet, and then um. Coach B, my swim coach, and my wellness teacher. Or actually, she was never my wellness teacher, but love her. You know, we That's never nice. mentioned that you are, you mentioned swim. You're swimming for William, I mean, uh, Washington and Lee. Uh -huh. So, yeah. congratulations and Thank good luck you. on nice. that. Thank you so much. Are you playing any sports or anything? Did you get it? Um, I'm not playing any sports, but I plan to hopefully play intramural. Yes, that's where all the fun is. Yeah. There's no pressure. I played intramural softball, and we were awesome. Okay. <laughs> we were called the Blake Street Bashers, because that's the street our fraternity was on, and I made t-shirts. I ripped the sleeves off and spray-painted Blake Street Bashers on the We looked like the it. biggest... When you're saying that in this bohemian shirt right now, I Ever. believe everything. Imagine like it? October 15, 9 a.m. on a Saturday and 15 guys with cut yeah, off. I'm pretty sure there was an 80s movie about this. When were the Jets to the Jets all the way? <laughs> well, we made it to the finals every nice. year. The finals or the World Series? The finals. Like the thing, the winner game. The winner game. You never, you never won the big trophy. Though. Oh, look at the time, Mike. It's time to wrap up this interview. Guys, we have Thank you. Um, Perry Amati and... Leah Richard, uh, both graduates of 2020, Medfield. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Best of luck in college. Congratulations. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by... Park Street Books, where you bring your kids because you bribe them to stay out of the room while you're on a Zoom meeting. Go for the books, leave for the toys. Park Street Books, we're on Main Street. <laughs> J3, because even though we're still doing Zoom meetings, we're wearing masks, we still need to sign for FedEx. J3, 508-359-9099. It's the news with Megan Kelleher. Wow, you got up to third gear there. Wow, I didn't even know you were going to I'm rattled. Well, guys, skunks. On the Dover side of town, we had a concerned neighbor report a dead skunk. Wow. Thankfully, she... uh, No, I'm sorry. Yes. Reported that to this is a small town scuttlebutt exclusive. Yes, this you is won't a, find yes, this exactly, in the police log, exactly. and you will not find this in the hometown yeah, why weekly. Why are you or even the asking Megan to do the news when you're just going to talk over Megan doing the news? I'm just, I'm just coaching her up. Okay, okay so thank you. This was um, an exclusive, yeah. <laughs> small town scuttlebutt news story that I had. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're going to now do because it's an exclusive. It's a small town scuttlebutt exclusive. And I'm Megan Kelleher with the exclusive news that on the Dover side of town, there was a dead skunk. Thankfully, we had a neighbor who proceeded to dispose of the body. However, quite questionable. Where did she dispose of the body? Well, we have Rick Fink with the update. Uh, No, my dad wasn't there. You have Rick Fink Jr., with the update. Big diff. Big diff. I'm way better looking. <laughs> Apologies. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, we are in the um, the Medfield-Dover line area by the Dover High School. We'll leave it at that. It's a gray area. Yeah. Tell me, um, resident of Medfield, uh, what did you... F- tell us what you found in your front yard. Well, you couldn't believe it. So listen... One First of all, you don't have to be theatrical. Just be like... Totally like this is news. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be like the news guy. You just be like what we were. My You're not acting. Yes, just where we were. Okay. I should have been recording. In not the future, I can do All the right. Uh, what did you find in your front yard? Well, I went to bed one night and I smelled the most atrocious skunk smell I think I've ever heard. It was so, smelled. It was so strong. And then I woke up the next morning and there was a dead skunk lying on my front lawn right in my walkway into the house. And so what could I do with the skunk? I took my snow Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Um, you called the police, right? Um, well, no, and I considered animal control. Pause. Okay. Okay, I've got a couple problems with this. First of all, we're just giving her a, a lot of benefit of the doubt here that she just woke up and this healthy snake <laughs> skunk is just snake. dead yeah. on her walkway, <clears throat> right? And what's her first impulse? Get the snow no shovel? shovel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the gardening shovel? No, she knew right away, like, this thing's going to need, it's heavy and it's going to need to be moved. Yeah. Keep Go going. Ahead. It okay. always comes back to murder. With always. Them. I'm picturing, like, the old man in... Uh, Home alone now with the snow shovel. I'm thinking, well, but Wilford the thing Brimley. was dead. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking Wilford Brimley. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was nothing to control, really. Well, yes, a, a, a control a corpse. Actually, some would consider this a special crime in Medfield, as right, uh, indicated by the influx of wildlife. Absolutely. <laughs> Good call, Rick. That mm-hmm. you even knew this right away. That we. <laughs> We shouldn't even we should call an animal control just for the bags and stuff like mm-hmm. evidence stuff. Yeah. But we should be we should probably take this on ourselves. I don't know if you guys are willing to do that, but I think instead of interrogating high school graduates, maybe 
Well, we should be looking for people who murder skunks. Well, it's not. Yeah, let we have to find the body, okay. and there's more detail in this. Okay. Interview. Calls to the police log. He was definitely a suburban skunk. He had been forced out of his natural habitat to live in the suburban area. Okay. How do we know she's an expert in a suburban <laughs> I, skunk? You right? know, I could have. I what is she driving a Volvo or something? Right. <laughs> so, what, what, what do you know about this stuff? Not really much. Where are you from? I, I'm from a rural area up in Vermont, actually. So I know even less about it, but there are more. Hold on. Yeah. Don't know much about skunks because you're from a rural area? Yeah, I know. I'm that from. That doesn't add up. Mm. I'm from the Poconos. I know plenty about uh, wildlife. That's why sure. I've never called the Medfield police. Right. I'm wildlife. starting to wonder what the credibility of this. I have skunks pass through my, neighbor, my uh, yard all the time. I've never called the Medfield police because I understand it's just normal. Right. Okay. Skunks up One would argue that being from Vermont, you would know a lot more about this sort of thing. Well, maybe. So anyway, the skunk is dead on my front lawn, which, as you can imagine, in the suburbs is highly manicured and well-treated. So I had to take my snow shovel out. I took two snow shovels. My, my this son was a two-shovel job? I scooped them up with Hold one. Up. Hold up. Kathy. Good you, point. You just, you just did it. First of all, I don't know if she took two shovels or if she had a partner. Yeah. And this is the stuff you got to look at in a murder because you got to look at like was this a two man job or a one woman job who doesn't know that much about suburban? Well, does the other person involved even know they're involved? Sometimes these people. No, you, really... you guys are missing the point. She said it was a two shovel job, not a two person job. I think she went about this like she was playing the claw game at uh, oh, Chuck E. Cheese. The claw I think machine. She, she used two snow shovels. She. Uh, like it's like one skunk she salad. Pushed, yeah, she pushed. Like. She used them like chopsticks mm-hmm. to pick up the skunk. That's what I think happened. Let's okay. see the details. Go. Into yeah. another, and his teeth were like really gritted, and his tail fell off because his body was so um, decomposed. Definitely Wait. a murder. Right. I've got. The story's not matching up. She just smelled the thing last night. Now its tail's falling up. Highly right. decomposed. Deep. Yeah, it's right. decomposed yeah. on her front. Walkways? Yeah. Like, I'm you, not you, a you, have you been stepping over this thing for about three weeks? <laughs> I'm not a coroner, but I've watched mm-hmm. 17 seasons of Law and Order, and I know that that kind of decomposition doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Right? It I, just doesn't. No. So you're either not thinking about what's going on in your front lawn yeah. or something seriously went down. Yeah. Yeah. I went from applauding her for not calling the police to yep. thinking maybe we should call the police right like I maybe there's a good reason on her. why she didn't call the police let's let's keep playing this and i took the snow shovel with the wait wait you you smelled the thing and then 12 hours later you find it and it was decomposed that well, much no not that much we waited a couple of days to be honest i didn't scoop i, I did much. i did realize there were some holes in this story. I just want the truth, ma'am. No, okay. You're right. You're right. So the truth is I let it sit there for a couple of days because I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to call Sounds the like landscapers panic, to take right? care of it. She's panicking. My husband, I wanted him Doesn't to take care to of do. it, but no one was going to. So I realized I had to do it on my own. Well, wait. Uh, let's classic. back up again. There's people backing out That's of the plane. That's classic. That's a classic, right? Try to get people, draw people in. It's Kitty Genovese syndrome. Well, I mean, first of all, like, I think it was an impulsive murder. I don't think it was premeditated. I think that something happened. Bad day. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened, right? Well, she was obviously shoveling snow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> In the middle of August. Right. <laughs> like, what kind of monster has their show snowballs? Like, show snow, snow, snow. shovels snow. on the ready, right? Exactly. No. Mine are in my basement. 
right. put away until. I mean, I, I have mine, but they're in the back, right? Like I'd, I'd really have to go and get. I thought them. everybody loses them because the first news story every snowstorm is how how there's a rush on there's shovels, a rush right? on snow shovels. It's like. Where was your 2019 snow shovel that didn't make it? You know, I don't know. 2020 don't know. was rough. Right. Upgrade. Uh, you're conflicting your story here. You just said you had a son and an accomplice on the removal of this I body. Did. I did. My son was the only person. Is this your son right here? Yes, this is my son right here. Hi. He's... Why don't you give him a chat? And okay. He can tell you what happened, what, what happened uh, with this skunk? Um. So I was holding one shovel, and my mama used another shovel to push it like. Into my shovel. No, okay. this is classic. Then, Does that sound so, like this legit? is a classic? Let's blame it on the minor because he's going to get less time. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. This right. is going classic. To juvie. Yeah, and it's also Kathy's seen this a hundred times. It's also a classic example of what virtual learning looks like. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Welcome to 2020. Yeah. Hey, there's a dead skunk in the yard. What Come outside. This is science class. <laughs> oh. Like at the dawn, she went straight and then I just dumped it right into the woods. Okay, who owns the property with, that we call the woods? This is <laughs> is it your property? Nope. Okay, we're going to go back to your mom for a follow up. Yeah, this um, gets good. Neighbor who shall not be named on this podcast, can you tell me who owns the property? Worst answer. No, I can't ever. because I actually. It's it, Again, it's a gray area, which is how I started with the story. So, I mean. I would assume it's at the very, very tail edge of someone's property, but it was basically just the woods. Wait, it's just stop an- one sec. First of all, mm-hmm. property taxes. We all look exact. The amount of square footage yep. you have to pay for, you know exactly where your property begins and where yours ends. And, okay. and, yes, and so does the town. There are no gray areas, as right. we call it. Right. And furthermore... <laughs> If you already said the tail was horribly decomposed, don't use the phrase the tail end. <laughs> I the way I greet my new neighbors is with a steak that has a yellow that has that orange fluorescent spray paint on it that shows the sur- where the surveyor was that that's my oh, land yeah. and this is your yeah. land. Okay. Sorry, did you want to sing "This Land Is My"? I was, I was, yeah. I was going. I was thinking yeah. about it, but then From I was California. like, you know what? I don't want to. Oh, like, I feel like I have like you um, can do a upstaged you, you guys the entire you, night. You have. Your you've been on fire. <laughs> you can do. Why don't you guys work on a parody? No name, kind of woods area. Okay, uh, we're gonna need some follow up. Uh, we're gonna go back to the studio. Uh, further investigation and follow up on this story is forthcoming. Thank you. I'm Rick Fink Jr. There's uh, no no-name woods area in that field. Yeah, so, um, Megan, your job yep. this week yep. is to investigate. We want to find the body. Absolutely. And um, I want... I want we want the, answers. Yeah. Like, Megan so doesn't you, have enough you, to do. Megan has to move out. She's getting ready to go to Duke. Like, she doesn't have enough to do that she now has to go find the skunk murderer. <clears throat> um, well, Rick, what what's on your agenda? Like, well, I have a week and a half left. I will find the skunk yeah. murderer. Yeah, you well, the skunk will. is not you far away. Will. A decomposing skunk is somewhere on this street, and it's on somebody's property. Might be mine. I gotta might, find out. Might be mine. Could be yours. Chances are the smell will lead you to it. I don't really care. If you it's only mine. find a tail, keep looking. The rest mm-hmm. isn't too far away. That's right. Oh. Okay, what else do we have for news today? I don't know what can top well, that investigative report. 
I'm going to end the news segment with the German nudist who chased a wild boar that stole a laptop. Mm-hmm. Those Germans. They, you know what? A German just person just can't simply just be naked. They got to be doing something weird Can I just while say something? they're I'm naked. I'm super excited about this because I know mm-hmm. we only have one international listener, but I'm sorry. We are we're huge in uh, last, about 10, okay, 10 countries. But the, five pod, the podcast that you were on here for that Oh, the bad one. Yes. Um, we talked about nudists from mm-hmm. Holliston and we kind of, you know, talked to our listeners about we need to up the game and I feel like they let, they heard. They right. did because this I was actually like- a listener submission. I received this uh, from my friend Sarah. She sent this in so that uh, and she said maybe this needs to be discussed on Scuttlebutt. Thank it's you, more yeah. nudists. I mean, it's really it's not small town Scuttlebutt by any means. It's global Scuttlebutt. Um, but yeah, a nudist bather was who chased a wild boar near a Berlin lake after he stole his laptop was applauded by onlookers after a successful pursuit. What were they applauding? His micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a family show. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. I work with kids. <laughs> <laughs> not only was he chasing a boar, he was also chasing her two piglets. Goodness. Oh, it's a family affair. <laughs> but the photographer did, he captured the drama and showed the man the photos who laughed and gave permission to let them go public. Good for him. Yep. yep. Good for him. I think that he this let his is, nudes go public. This is where we need to be. It's not about <laughs> body shaming and having and being laps about our laptops. It's mm-hmm. about just being who we are and leaning into it and celebrating it. Has anybody here streaked? What were you going to ask, Rick? Um, yeah, Donley Drive. Streaking. Has anybody ever streaked? Have you not? No. <laughs> You've never streaked? No. Megan, have you ever streaked? Yes, on Donley Drive, like I just said. No, you haven't. <laughs> no. What, have you ever done it? You must have. No, I never went streaked. What? No. I've done it. I feel like time. he was setting it up for that. Well, no, it's I just, I, no, I'm not even going to bother talking you, about Rick? it. No, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking to amateurs here. There's no point. Oh, wow. Some oh, other time. I'm if we, sorry, if yeah, we do yeah. a show on streaking, no, Rick, please tell us more. You're talking about responsible citizens here? I didn't here? go to college in the 70s. You don't have to pressure us into like to college being... college in the 90s. We know you're the very... golden age of streaking. Okay, Rick, three, three out of four people in this room have not streaked. Yeah. Who's the fourth? But right. Rick is very free with his body, as you can tell by that shirt. Right, <laughs> right. I like the shirt. You know, we'll, we'll get a, um, a wrap-up photo. We'll put it on the... Yeah, Megan, what are your thoughts on this shirt? And nice. is it surprising <laughs> to see Rick in this shirt? Okay, so the she wore the it. she wore the Seinfeld pirate shirt, by the way. Oh, the and photo our photo shoot. For yes, and she pulled it off. In the hometown she Weekly. could pull it off, right? Mm. I got a lot of compliments on that photo. Are you being serious? People there, asked Megan? me if this was my new family. <laughs> People asked me too if that was my family. You know, I'm my neighbor asked me if that was my new family. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, funny. That's amazing. You need my to own family <laughs> asked if this was my new family. I'm framing that family photo for my new dorm Let's room do at Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that is a good what do you guys photo. think well, about sending out our own fake holiday? Oh, absolutely. We'll write a letter and everything. Yeah. We'll have yeah. an update. Yep. Love it. Okay, of course. All right, let's do it. It'll yeah. be a good marketing tool. Um, Okay. Would you really hang it up at your new dorm? Absolutely. Okay, people, Rick. It's going to be a question. Like people are going to start asking me questions. Yeah, like, Rick. We that? need to shutterfly this and get like a nice quality canvas print of it. Um, we'll just put it on like maybe an eighty-pound cotton rag with a matte finish. What are you talking about? The the, the photograph. I yeah. think that look really nice. We're going to do it we'll up real nice. It. Yeah, real nice. Yep. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, let it's me like say this to our work. listeners though: in Foxborough, 
on August 22nd, we are doing a drive-in, people getting comedy in cars, and I'm on that show. You can drive to Foxborough oh in your car and see live comedy. I love that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Can Is I it- tune in from Duke? Maybe. I haven't heard laughter in like five months. I've been doing Zoom shows to like nothing. And I'm like, I think this killed. Let's keep going. Oh, are we still doing the news? I get I'm up to sorry. go get a can of Moxie. I come back. You guys are way out. I was looking at German nudist <laughs> photos. When the guy with ADD, not ADHD, Mr. Know-it-all, not really, um, is right. the one who is like keeping it in order and yeah, wrote I the show you, list. I think Megan's wrapping up the you news. Well, oh, yeah. I got to get going. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> anywho, I am Megan, and that is The Scuttlebutt. Yay! That was the news with Kelleher. Wow, sixth gear. It's all about you. I feel like we just all got Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's all about me. Did I just spend 13 seconds saying my friend's name to my left? Well, most it's all of about was, you, Megan. Most of that was <laughs> to shifting the left, gears. To the left. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Megan, and that's the scuttlebutt. That's the scuttlebutt. Thanks. We have one a more lot, show Megan. with you. I'm gonna miss you. I know. I know. We have well, I'm, did you know I'm coming back at Thanksgiving and not going back down south? No, and that just made my day. Yeah. yeah. So we Great. are gonna have Thanksgiving together, us four. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Christmas a, together. Then yeah. send out the holiday letter. Send out the holiday letter. Right, yep. Right. And then we have to do Christmas presents. Do awesome. a couple of Instagram posts to make other people feel bad about their families. Exactly. With our fake yep. family. Love it. Make our own families feel bad about themselves. Right. Like it. I'm just kidding. I love my fake family, though. Me too. I like my real family, too. You like your real family? I absolutely love my real family, too. I actually have to head home, though, for dinner with my real family. I still owe you the salad bowl that you put the Faro salad in, but I'm supposed to put something back yeah. in it before I return it, correct? I know. I've been waiting for that, actually. Why I don't you had... send me the Faro recipe, and I'll make... My version. Should I it. give the fair recipe to all of our listeners? Go for it. That was an incredible salad. If it was I good. Do I don't even know what Faro is, but it was very good. So if you want to share it, Jim James will appreciate it. He was hoping for recipes. I just, on I this made show. one day, you know, I haven't really been working because I'm getting ready to go to school. And one day I decided to tackle this incredible Faro salad with like thinly sliced radishes and chopped pistachios and cooked in apple cider. And I decided to call my friend Rick and say, that's me. Do you want some farro salad? What's farro? He said. I said, I'll come over with it. Next thing you know, we kind of had dinner together. AKA, I dropped off my farro and ran. Um, <laughs> and I still haven't gotten it back. Right. Well, you've been on vacation for quite a long time, as, right. I'd like as you indicated by your um, shoddy uh, attendance record here, but we won't get into oh, that. We'll we save that for the quarter. Yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty my killer tan. tan. It's certainly tan. better than Rick's sunburn. <laughs> That's why he's wearing that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are jealous. The only thing loose and flowy enough to not <laughs> just... <laughs> the only thing that still fits after yeah. his vacation. So as the only person here at the table trying to keep everything in order and um, sustain... Thank you, Rick. We should be I'm, moving on to yes, the next point. I'm going to bring it to uh, the close. Now, we have here an estimated two minutes to do a close. We'll do a round the horn passing of the conch shell if you will and i'll let you say your final thing i have talked enough and uh i'll pass it off i hope that megan can enlighten us with with some words of wisdom on her departure and so right. good, yeah i'll start um um i feel like i'm in the eighth inning here definitely bottom of the eighth inning my time in medfield is quickly wrapping up 
Mm-hmm. But let's be real. I will definitely be back here raising my children. I'll probably be 60 years old still on this podcast um, reporting the scuttlebutt from our small town. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, that is my my um, words of wisdom. You know, just play the whole game. We have one week left, so let's go. Wow, that is deep. Hard to follow, I know. Yeah, kind of. I That vision board is really packed. <laughs> 60 years. I was just going to say, wow, well, yeah. I'm really excited about Shark Week <laughs> and um, really sad about Wilford Brimley passing. So did, so did uh, Patrick Swayze, by the way, oh, passed no. away. Yeah. Speaking of people that died like several years ago. No, Wilford Brimley just passed away. No, he did not. He passed away. We did this. Look it up. Wilfred Brimley passed okay, away at least this is seven a, years Let ago. me do my closing. So here's the thing. You know, we're in this like phase two of the pandemic and I'm getting super excited because not super excited, but like, you know, you gotta you gotta adapt and you gotta do your stuff. So we've got this podcast going. I've got my weekly show with the comedy studio. I've got a weekly show on four o'clock funnies. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to do as much live stuff as I can. And lots of new stuff coming out. And I'm just excited about all of this and hoping that, you know, Rick kind of backs off of his interrogations. But at the same time, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you guys are. The... <laughs> okay. We got someone laughing. Did he die? Okay. First of all, rest in peace, Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my post? <laughs> He died uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> Did he die 10 years ago? Please don't tell me that. doesn't matter. I still was coming to go. Mike, just do it. Mike, just do it. First of all, rest in peace, Wilfred Brimley. September 27th, 1934 to August 1st, 2020. What? He just died? Thank <laughs> the you. The guy's been dead for like that. Am I not right? Hang Did on. Di- diabetes? So here's why I started laughing out of nowhere, because as I'm fact-checking... Google, people also ask, how did Wilford Brimley die? I checked, I I clicked that because I figured you guys would want the answer. Here's how it starts. And this is from the New York Times. Wilford Brimley, a portly actor with a walrus mustache. (laughs) (laughs) He was 85. Which means he was in his 50s when he did Cocoon. That's right. You're right. Hang on. This is the beginning of the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> See, I brought this all business. This is how the New York Times obituary starts. Wilfred Brimley, a portly actor with a walrus mustache who found his niche playing cantankerous coots in Absence of Malice, The Natural, Cocoon, and other films, died on Saturday in a hospital in St. George, Utah. He was 85. He had been sick for two months with a kidney ailment, his agent Linda Bensky said. I mean, it's not funny, but this is hilarious. You guys aren't laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to respectfully disagree with that. Yeah, Wilfred's a testy guy. Not an easy guy to work with all the time, but he has great instincts. That's because he had diabetes. It wasn't him. It was the diabetes talking. Now, Rick, I also, feel like, I'm sorry, I, feel like that I need redemption, Rick, because you were so adamant about the fact that he had passed away along the day. I just came in ill-informed yeah. and i'm sorry that i misunderstood old business as that we weren't talking about the elderly mm-hmm. but that that you <laughs> that you didn't you gave me such a hard time but i feel like that this is your time to really apologize um yeah hold on i wrote some times down i'm gonna need you to delete from the uh, show during it every time i do old business now i'm just gonna talk about my, the elderly yeah. that's it no you know what it does make me feel bad when um 
someone's been alive and you thought they've been dead, that's that's tough. I don't want anyone to think of me like that. You know, oh Rick, mm-hmm. I thought he was dead. You know? <laughs> I Where just you want a walrus mustache. <laughs> now I'm like, how? I can just I, feel bad uh, that you know this poor guy is like living out his. I feel like we were ending days. strong with like Mike's Google search, and all you had to be like, you my bad, Kathy. Right. All right, we need some words of wisdom from Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike. I don't know that I have words of wisdom. To My that, question is, hard. do I need a larger upper lip area? How do I get a walrus <laughs> mustache? Where, where am I going I, wrong? I think. How can I up my game? My it, question is like when it that goes guy over was the like, lip. I'm going to go into acting and people are like, you've got the face for acting. No, what's funny is I was just reading a thing that he told a Wyoming, uh, I believe it was the Wyoming Journal in 2014. They asked him some tips on acting. He said, I can't tell you anything about acting. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Rick, do you have any closing words? Uh, no, I don't. Um, it's been a pleasure as always. I'm, I think that um, working together as a team enriches all of us. We all have been certainly rising to the occasion. I just feel like we're really gelling, guys. I feel like there's... I feel like there's a huge butt coming. Somebody's coming off the moxie. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm being serious. I think this is the team. We've got it. I mean, we are a faux fam. Yeah. yeah. Right. Too bad we're losing right. one of one of us. All right, all right, all right. I'll drop out of school. She was just the exchange Thank you, student. Megan. Hey, everybody. This was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. We're going to end it here. And uh, on behalf of Megan Kelleher and Kathy Ferris and even Mike Page... I'm Rick Fink, and we'll see you next week. Bye. That was another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt, the only podcast that reacts to the overreaction of other people reacting to small town problems. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Small Town Scuttlebutt is released every Thursday. Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page and Kathy Ferris are mismanaged by the Bravo Talent Group. Send your comments, questions, and grievances to these guys through Leanne Bravo. Email her at bravo1 at smalltownscuttlebutt.com and she'll probably get back to you eventually. Check them out on Facebook too. And thanks for listening. Like, let's go streak. Right, or something, right? I streaked so much in college.